took 72 hours for us to be right back here. Could this quarterback be as good as Mahomes? No. Actually, the answer is no. What about you? I didn't even tell you who the quarterback is. Doesn't matter. Any quarterback in it? No, they actually can't. Here's the thing. Uh, no. The, 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 how many points Bengals need to score this weekend to win? 40? Because that would have gotten them losses in the previous two Chiefs playoff games. So what do they got to go? 45? Chiefs can go 45. I've seen the Chiefs go 54 in the postseason. I saw the Bengals last week score one touchdown. One touchdown. And there's going to be something of a culture shock similar to the one the Bills faced. Remember, Bruce Hart? So I dropped so many gems throughout the week. Sometimes you forget them, yeah. and I have to remind you. Just but hard. I told you the Bills, number one pass defense, number one scoring defense, number one yards defense, number one DVOA, that whole defense that just got cut to pieces by Patrick Mahomes wasn't ready for the upgrade in quarterbacking they were about to have to deal with. Well, what about the Bengals that have gone from Derek Carr to Derek Carr's older uncle, Ryan Tannehill, to now Patrick Mahomes? So, yeah, I I don't think Joe Burrow can go toe-to-toe with Patrick Mahomes. That is not an insult to Joe Burrow. I like Joe Burrow. I like his style. I like his swag. I like his confidence. It'll be somewhat shattered this weekend when he gets, you know, beat by a couple touchdowns. But Bruce Sarton, no. He can't go toe-to-toe with Patrick Mahomes because oh. nobody can. Thank 
And with that, everyone, I would like to introduce two Bengals fans that are riding high. I figured we would have a quick emergency pod to uh, to talk through what what uh, what that intro was. Sorry for some of the delays, just pulling up Twitter clips there. But uh, I'd like to introduce Mr. Connor Spears and Alex Gertz. How are we doing? I don't uh, think I think I speak for both of us when we we haven't ever been doing better. Yeah, yep. He, he said it perfectly. We're doing very well. So, I love all the high pieces. The there. Bengals was, are going to the Super Bowl. That was amazing. Have you heard that intro clip yet? The the very first one I played about the the guy on ESPN saying that Burrow's just going to get crushed and he's so yeah. confident there's no chance. I'm very familiar with that guy's work. That's Nick Wright. He's on. I think he's on Fox Sports. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a freezing cold take. Very familiar. He's a Kansas City homer, so he got that one wrong. I mean, where where do you start? Like, where do we start? Like, do we start even with the Raiders, or do we just, like, talk about the game? Like, what was going through your mind going – I mean, there were so many big moments, right? Like, the the first quarter and a half, you're just, what, absolutely miserable, dreading it. This is what you thought might be able to happen. Yeah, the energy was – the energy was really, really low, and it was 21-3 to three with, what, four minutes left in the second quarter, and everyone's kind of quiet, and I'm like, we are just getting our ass kicked, and there was no other way to say it. Like, Mahomes had one incompletion, 160 yards, and two touchdowns, and, and we were down by 18 points on the road. It was quite grim, so... We needed we needed things to start going our way is what I kept telling Spears like awkward snaps and tip passes. Um, I, I was full tilt. Get Gertz kept my head on strong. Hey, so, I mean, even the announcers were saying the Bengals. I mean, they know they're a second half team. The world knows they're a second half team. Uh, you almost could would have hoped. Well, and and then you get to the big play going into half. I mean, what on earth happened? I'm like. A total breakdown. Like, Mahomes was calling a timeout when he threw it because he thought he still had a timeout. Like, he was totally unaware of the situation. I I was honestly, that I was I was shocked. I was shocked. Yeah, I, I, I thought that was totally mismanaged. Like, you, you got to take the points there, I was thinking. But obviously, we were happy with how that ended up. Yeah, so so Patrick Mahomes waved off Andy Reid. Andy Reid was sending Brooke Bucker in, and he waved him back. Um, so there you, you throw a fade, like you throw a goal line play. So it hits the ground mm-hmm. or, or you don't, or you just throw it away. So him to, him to let up, that was the only mistake the chiefs made all first half, right? Like they played perfect except for that play. And Eli Apple, who, you know, he made the biggest play of the first half there for us. Cause that, well, he, those had, the the penalty that put, he had the penalty that put him on the one yard line. Dude, yep. I, and then, he was Eli Apple in the first half. I mean, they exploited him play after play after play. Like, I'm even not a big Bengals fan, and I was screaming at him on the airplane. Like, every play seemed like he was doing something where he shouldn't have been where, where he was. But when we needed him the most, he gave us his very best. It, you know, that's not that was a hell of a play. I mean, it, Tyreek Hill on the, on the wing like that is still no gimme. Like, that is still a hard—probably like, probably one of the hardest people in the NFL to tackle, if not the hardest— I mean, um, I think that single play is the momentum shift in the whole in the whole game. They go into halftime after keeping the Chiefs off the board, and then they just come out defensively. 
lights out. Well, because if they score there, the Chiefs got the ball at half, right? Yes. Right. So they would have gotten a touchdown. They would have been up 25? Or no, 19, 18. 18, 18, yep. Um, and then gotten the ball back, and instead they so, get the ball back and score, and now the, it's 18 again, but you've got that possession coming back your way instead of right them having that kind of two-possession swing. Yeah, man, it's a it's a game of momentum there, and you just need something to go right, and it finally did at the end. And then I said Spears will know when they come out of half like how this defense is going to play, and – I think the Chiefs went either three and out or they had five plays in the opening drive and they punted. So that's when the the wind starts picking up in your sails a little more and we started getting, you know, happier and happier. So, yeah, it can't be understated enough. Like Burrow's the the big ticket item. He's the only reason we're even in this game. But with the defense in the second half, considering what we saw them do, what the Chiefs did to the Bills the week before, is is nothing short of amazing. It was incredible. I wonder if it's ever happened. I'd be curious to see in a single half of football if the Chiefs yeah. have played, have been stopped, like any worse than what they were this half in Patrick Mahomes' career. I'm sure, I'm sure that was his worst half of football in his career. It has to be. And yeah, he had, yeah near, he had a near perfect quarterback rating in the first half and I think his actual quarterback rating in the second half was zero what's crazy to me though is, and the reason why even the announcers like oh this was horrible and everyone I mean the difference of just mindset going into the locker room I mean you just deflated all the air out of your tires that you worked so hard to pump up all through the first half and you're just sitting there thinking instead of thinking about closing the game I'm sure he was just sitting there thinking how the fuck did I just make that big of a mistake you know, he like it, it set him back just enough to kind of lose track of the game. And he, I mean, I think it was punt, punt, pick out of the in the, in the beginning of the second half. That's not Patrick Mahomes. Like he was, he was visibly rattled. He was missing throws left and right. Things that just the Bengals' defensive line started getting after it. He he looked scared. He looked rushed. Um, the whole game. I don't know. I mean. Oh, I, I really, I don't even know. Fill in, because I, I, I just, I don't even know what to say, because I, I can think through every play so clearly, because the game just felt like every play mattered so fucking much, the entire game, especially in the second half. Like, every play in the second half, I was nervous. Yeah, these yeah. These, these last three weeks in total, like, every play, it just seems like the end of the world, watching the Bengals, starting in the game in Cincinnati. Honestly, yeah, no, that's very true, and, and like it just feels like so much is weighed on every single one of these games, and that's the that's Bengals football. Honestly, from what from what we've seen this year, it's like they just grind through it. They grind through the shit. Yeah, it's it's uh, Chinese New Year started today. It's the year of the tiger here in twenty twenty two. So we, we are literally the team of destiny. Some calendar, oh. some calendar in China told me so. So I, I mean, it just feels like that the team of destiny. We're winning games we shouldn't. I don't think we should have won in Tennessee, to be honest. And um, we we came out and had a historical defensive performance against Mahomes on the road and came back by 18 points to those guys. So, you know, they're just the defense is opportunistic. It seems like some guy that if you're not a Bengals fan, you've never heard of, like B.J. Hill, we traded the carcass that is Billy Price for him to the Giants. Like, like we got him for nothing. And he made... 
and six minutes left in the third quarter, it made that pick on the screen pass and set up the tying. That was a touchdown to uh, Jamar in the corner. Yeah. And then we went for two and tied the game with like a minute left in the third. And we're looking at each other in our living room going into the fourth quarter. Going, you know, Romo's like, Jim, we're going to the forest. And we were tied. And you, you couldn't believe it. There was just pure awe in our faces. Like, we're tied in the AFC title game in the fourth quarter against Mahomes, and we have a shot. It, it, it was just – it's been such an incredibly fun last month. It's been so cool to share it with, with everyone, you know, Spears especially, but Joe, Rick – Maeve has been awesome here. Friends in Chicago. It's been really, really fun. Yeah, man. Uh, going to that first playoff win we've ever seen in our lives in person at Paul Brown Stadium. Like, what a way to just start off this playoff run. And, and me and Gertz haven't missed a game together yet. And, you know, it's working out. So, Gertz, we've got to make some plans here for two weeks. Yep, yep. we got to get Ian on an airplane. During the Super Bowl, and we got it, and we got to get you in Chicago. Those are the two factors here. So, for people who don't know, I've been in the air for both the Titans and the uh, and the Chiefs game. So, the other thing, Gertz, uh, the money line betting seems to be working for you on the on the Bengals. Yeah, no, I I don't even. That would be like the tenth thing I bring up today. Like, if if you had to ask me, like one through ten, my favorite things, yeah. The, the Bengals' money line bets have been awesome, plus 290 cash yesterday. Um, and you know what? We're going to do it again. We're minus – I think we're plus 175 against the Rams already. So, Ooh, that's free. not bad. Free. Yeah. Don't yeah. bet against Joe Burrow. <laughs> I will say that that interception in the third and the two highlights I played, the, the where he escaped from, uh, from their oh, defensive man. tackle, I that's just like one of those plays where it's like that's the guy. Like – I mean, yep. you've got a 320-pound man, conservatively, hanging on your back. And then you clip him, and like, oh, my God. And he pull, pull his foot up, like, knowing he was about to die for him. You could feel him breathing on his neck. I mean, yep. like, Joe Burrow had to make split-second decisions over and over and over again, even just in that little play. And he made every one perfectly. And it was on a huge third down. And then he did it again. Yep. Like, when the Chiefs defense made him throw it, he brought out the legs and, like, he, I think he, he, he converted a third and six and a third and seven yeah. with his legs. Um, on back-to-back, like back-to-back iterations, like third and six, he got it, and then it was third down three plays later, he got it again. Yeah. And that's Chris Jones. He's he's an all-pro defensive tackle chasing. Like, what he was able to do in the in the fourth quarter and throughout that second half was amazing. And He know, just felt like he put the team on his back. Like, the thing that's understated there is – they kept running it with Mixon on first down, and which was fine because it set up towards the end of the game kind of some openings. But, man, second and nine, second and ten, third and seven. I mean, how many times did they see those tough situations? And both those times where Burrow ran it, Mixon ran it on first down for like one yard. And they just yeah. like the offense seemed stalled. So when they're playing good pass coverage on that third down, like you've got one choice, and it was for him to run. And like I just – he took that hit too, sliding, going. He just knew he had to get it, and he just sent his body forward. You're just like this, he's going, and it was, it was such a cool game to watch. And at, in the fourth quarter, I mean, like you said, yeah, you, you were you had a chance, and Mahomes, when they won that coin toss, what was going through your head? Oh my god! <laughs> just, just see, 
I was like, surely it can't happen again. No, wait, let's back up. I took even worse when they were what, like on the it was first and goal with oh that whole last drive wait let's back it up the whole last chiefs drive i think they got the ball with like seven minutes left in the fourth and they kept panning to joe burrow and showing him just like he knew it in his head like it's i'm not getting another chance like our defense has to do something yeah so money mac hit that field goal to go up 24 21 and patrick mullins had what like six minutes left or something like that and just methodically drove down the field, down the field. And then they they were playing like they're they were playing with their food before they before they ate it. They were like and and even Tony Romo was like, ah, oh, should the Bengals just let them score here? I don't know, Jim. Like thinking, you know, try and say try and let them have it and then salvage some time on the clock to try and make a comeback. But Dude, Tony Romo never shuts the hell up. My God. But Yeah, dude. But what happened was the the Chiefs, it was third and two from, like, the 10-yard the line. So they took another first down. First they down. did their little shovel their little shovel pass. Kelsey catches it. So now they can literally, worst-case scenario is the Chiefs kick a field goal to overtime, right, for the yeah. Chiefs' perspective. Yeah. But then Mahomes started doing this backyard crap where he got sacked by Hubbard, right? That was an then, awesome sack. It was an awesome sack. And then on third and goal... We drop eight, which, by the way, we dropped eight in coverage, rushed three, 45% of the time in the second half. Crazy statistic I saw when I was not working today, just combing Bengals content. <laughs> 45% of the time, we dropped eight in coverage in the second half, and it worked, obviously. But Hubbard, if you watch that play on third and, third and goal from like he's the spying. nine, yeah, he's, he's spying. spying, and he shoots like a missile at Mahomes. He wasn't expecting like a, it. Mahomes was, no. that, he, Mahomes he was able to play pirouettes. in the his pirouettes where he's running backwards and spinning and Hubbard just kind of tra- tracked him. And then when that ball hit the ground, I let out a sound that isn't oh. on the hu- human sound spectrum <laughs> because <laughs> if we get that ball, the game is over there. We need it out. The game's done. And I mean, Spears and I were just losing our mind. And then Bucker of course comes out and we're screaming, just miss it, miss it, miss it. And he just drilled it. And it felt like Buffalo, right? You just yeah. watched it last week. Last second field goal. They won the coin toss. And it was that long, um, slow drive. It felt it did feel cheapsy because it that six minute drive just slowly takes the wind out of like the team. Like everyone's just like you haven't seen the field in seven minutes and it's felt like forty. Yeah, yeah. We just chased um, Trey Hendrickson's like 280. He just chased Mahomes around for an hour and a half, and now you're asking him to go back out there. And Mahomes did his little head nod thing when he, they won the toss, like head nod, we got it. Yeah. And, and I, you know what? He should be cocky, but um, he in the overtime they ran it, and then he threw it to Eli Apple, who dropped right, Eli it. Eli Apple should have had a pick. Right. Eli Apple dropped it on second and ten. And I'm telling Spears, I'm looking at him like, he is so rattled back there. This is great. And the next play, he airs it to Tyreek, and you you could hear a pin drop in our apartment. Like, how many times is that, like, caught for 50 on a perfect rope? Right, puts it right in the bread basket. And it was just euphoric. When when that ball goes in the air, that's why I kept saying, like, we need tip balls, we need something goofy, and it was a great play. So right to Von Bell. And that was tip drill and, to perfection. Like legitimately yeah. perfection. And when he gets tackled by Kelsey, it looked like a horse collar. But 
he gets tackled on the 45. I'm like, we need 15 for a long field goal. We need 20 for a comfortable one. Like 52 yards, it's funny to say is comfortable, but McPherson is just icy right now. Yeah. So um, It wasn't over then. I was still so nervous because it's just like the nerves get to you, you know. It seems like Joe Burrow is just so calm and cool, man. It really feels like he was not nervous. Like when you started watching him, I started getting more comfortable because he like just – radiates confidence when he's playing it's insane yeah he does and he'll make Burrow's not perfect like he had a couple throws that got away and but knock on wood game on the line he hasn't had one of those oh no moments right where you go no 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 and he throws it and it's bad news he he hasn't had that in the in the fourth quarter in the game winning drive scenarios so that's um, a great point if the Chiefs would have won that offensive tackle or guard who fell on that football I mean Talk about, like, I, play of the game for the Chiefs was that fumble mm-hmm. recovery. I mean, that offensive lineman was on that ball almost before it hit the ground. Like, just following, like, the whole hustle mentality the whole way. I mean, he's blocking, blocking. Once his blocker or his guy gets past him, he's turning around and just watching the football in Mahomes' hand. You saw it in the replay. And yeah. literally, when the guy hit him, he knew it was coming out. Like, there was no chance of fumble recovery. It's so – it's such a bang-bang play. But if the Chiefs won, I mean, there's just no doubt that's obviously like the MVP. Because if I mean, if that fumble doesn't get recovered, it's it's GG. You're going like the you know right then and there. I I was I and just that's, kept... that was um that was Joe Tooney, the biggest free agent um, lineman available this past offseason. I really from the Patriots. I really wanted the Bengals to sign him, um, and he met with us and we. But it was ironic to me in the moment where he recovered that, and I thought that's the guy I was begging for right back in. It Man. felt like that was the little moment that she, like, it's like, it was like, I I kind of thought in my head, like, when they fumbled that recovery, that the game was over. That, and because it was just like, like you said, like, you need a few breaks to beat the Chiefs, and it just felt yep. like that was it. Like, the fumb- if the fumble goes the Bengals' way, it's Super Bowl time. And what, what do you fucking know? He throws that just whatever it was to Tyreek. He threw it off his back foot. It it didn't look the same when you go back and watch a replay, but obviously, like, in real time, it's just so much quicker, and you just see the ball in the air, and you purely panic. Oh, in the moment, you're just – I mean, you've seen Mahomes do it 100 times, and it's just terrifying in the moment. So it was it was just an unforgettable experience, and it's it's been really fun to watch with, with Spears, of course. And it's just been – Spears is also naming his first firstborn – Male or female, Evan after Evan McPherson. <laughs> I, I might I might have said that. Last <laughs> <time>. <laughs> well, if it's a girl, compared. maybe we just stick to middle name. You know, if it's a girl, she can pronounce it Yvonne. <laughs> <laughs> Evanita. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. my god. So, so then, Spears, yeah. what time did you get home last night? I got back around like. 12, 15, 12, 30. And then up for work. So you're just running on pure fumes and adrenaline at this point? What's going on? Yeah, then left the house at like 7.30 for work. And then, you know, I I didn't even eat coffee today, to be honest. <laughs> like, I was just so pumped up. I know it. My The Monday it, morning after the Eagles won the Super Bowl, I was so hungover, and I didn't feel a second of it because I was just so happy. It legit feels like all of us know the feeling like when you wake up for the fantasy football weekend and you're – flying out or you know any other big events like a golf trip that's what it's felt like waking up this morning and it's just been the, the most wonderful wonderful mood booster it's been amazing so hope 
Hello? Spears? I got, I got you, Gertz. I can hear you. Oh, I can hear Spears. I can't hear Gertz. Hmm. We're going to take a pause for 10 seconds for station identification. You're listening to 700 WLW, home of the Cincinnati Bengals. For some reason. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now, Gertz. Okay. I was just saying, personally for me. <laughs> thanks, thanks next, Spears. Personally <laughs> for me, the next, the next two weeks of being like a Twitter troll, um, just consuming Bengals media and all my podcasts I listen to, like, it's all going to be Bengals and Rams-centric, and I'm, I'm so excited to just get to right. listen to that content. I, I didn't have time today to consume all the audio I wanted to on the Bengals. So it's like, do I listen to the Cincinnati radio station? Do I listen to 97.1 The Fan? Do I listen to podcasts? It's like, I don't, I don't have time to consume all, everything I want to. You've got two weeks, though. You've got a nice two weeks. It's nice That's now, right, because it's, it's one game. It's Now it's just one fucking game. Like, you've got the chance. Kind of like in the fourth quarter with the Chiefs. I, that's the way I feel for the Bengals right now. It's like, you're in it. Like, you've got the, you're in the big game. Like, what else can you ask for? But, I mean, I saw, like, D. Goody, my freshman year roommate, he sent me a picture of him in tears, just, like, growing up. And since, I mean, the whole city is just going freaking, I mean, it's crazy. I mean, what else can you ask for, man? I mean, like, we started off just wanting, you know, to break the playoff win curse. We just wanted to win, and here we are making an incredible run. We're playing in the freaking Super Bowl. We're in the Super Bowl. It doesn't feel real. It Pre- does not. ESPN this this year had him at 28 preseason. Yeah, man. Our over-under win was five and a half. Chris Gertz. Yeah, Chris, you know, Chris got that one wrong. And last year 14 months ago burrows got his his knee just decapitated on live television like that was 14 months ago and and to be in the the super bowl it just means a lot it's going to be really fun win or lose and it even feels better knowing like this is this team is just scraping what they're capable of like they're they're young they're learning to win and, and hopefully they can keep it rolling and be a really competitive team for, uh, you know, a long time. The NFL changes quickly. We know that. But this doesn't feel fluky. You know, it feels like we can at least be in these games for a, a few years, which is really cool to say and really well, awesome to, to believe that. Two things. One, you said that to me going into the playoffs. We are talking, and you said that I truly feel like the Bengals can hang with any team. Like, that they they have a shot. Like, they've got that kind of like a fantasy like football receiver. Like, they've got a huge ceiling. Like, the Bengals' ceiling is really tall. When they have bad games, they have horrible – then they lose to the Jets. Like, they have a horrible yes. game. Like, they, they have a low floor, too. And if you could just work, like, work on, you know, getting your baseline even higher and keep that ceiling, that pop-off potential – and, and that seems to be what's happening. Like, things are just going their way at the right time. But I, I, I don't know what else to say other than that. Like, truly shocking. Seeing all the Instagram, Facebook, all the people cheering. It's been a pretty cool thing to see. Yep. And when you have number nine under center, you know, you, you got a chance in any game, it looks like. So, Speaking hopefully we can keep him, keep him upright. So, I got a little uh, in honor of Joe Burrow. Um, I have Joe nine Joe Burrow related um, trivia questions. Oh, um, this is wonderful! That's so, beautiful, Ian. Yeah, Spears, I mean, you take the first one. You're saying this now until you hear the questions. So, um, best of luck to you. Um, or Ian, how do you want to do this? Do you want us both? Do we work as a team? Yeah, you guys yeah, can just work. Hey, let's, let's, yeah, it's just it's just fun. JB nine kind We're of. We're just stuff. having fun out here. Okay. Just, just guys being dudes. So, question number one: 
Joe Burrow only listens to one artist during pregame. Name that artist. It's Kid Fu- Cudi. Okay, can't even let me finish the question. <laughs> Fun fact, Burrow will be playing the Super Bowl on Kid Cudi's birthday. Wow. So Kid Cudi yeah. tweeted at him today and said, this this is a great birthday present for me. Let's go, Joe Burrow. Because Joe Burrow, like, reaches out to him apparently and is just like, dude, yeah. you're the he dude. Listens to, he listens to New York City Rage Fest before every game. And they were asking Burrow about his Kid Cudi relationship in the presser. Asking about him about his relationship with Cuddy. Oh, really? What did he say? I didn't hear it. Uh, he just said he really enjoys his music, and it's been fun. Like, he's, He said it's kind of crazy that he's in a spot where he, this is a question for him to answer, and he's really enjoyed that. I mean, imagine, <laughs> like, you're just a high schooler, like, bumping to, you know... All, like uh, that one album, uh, Man on the Moon, is that, what it, was that yeah. what it was called? I mean, you know, you're just listening to that as a kid and all your friends are into it. And now, like, you can just personally DM the guy whenever you want. Um, all right. Well, one for one. Um, that that one. Yeah, we'll keep going. We'll, we'll just keep going. How about that? Uh, no quarterback has won three titles slash awards. Okay, hold on. Sorry. No quarterback has won these three titles slash awards. Through college, college and pro. Heisman, Super Bowl. Ding, 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 ding. Ding, ding, ding. That's Heisman, two for two. All right, all right. We're, we're on a little roll. We're on a little roll. Ian, what? what I tell you, Gertz and I are locked in. <laughs> Ian, we are locked in. All right, hey, well. Hey, guys, uh, also a fun, hey, a fun tidbit. Ian texted us saying, would we want to do a pod? No joke. 15 seconds between me and Spears both saying yes after Ian's text. We're so locked in. <laughs> Any, if you just, like, title anything Bengals, it's getting read immediately. Like, so I should tell your coworkers to put Bengals in the title of all your emails. <laughs> <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't work today. <laughs> I bet if there was a title of an email that said Bengals in the header, you would have read it. <laughs> but sorry, sorry to cut you off on your question there, Ian. For the listeners, um, is it no player? Yeah, no player. No player. Won the, yeah. No player has ever won a Heisman, a college championship, and a Super Bowl. That is correct. Um, and a fun fact about that as well. Um, uh, maybe did I bring it up? Oh, let's see. Oh, uh, so basically, Joe Burrow has had the opportunity to play for three different titles. He actually made it to the state championship in high school. And with an undefeated Athens Bulldogs team and lost 56 to 52 to Toledo Catholic. So maybe that was his uh, chip on his shoulder. So he lost his state title game his senior year um, in high school. So he is now, he will have the at least opportunity to play in a state title, a national title, and a Super Bowl. Crazy shit. He's All a right. winner. He's a winner. Born and bred. Just a kid from Ohio. Um, so next up, Joe Burrow's dad played at Nebraska. It was later drafted in the eighth round of the 1976 draft by what team? Oof. Spears, I, I know Burrow grew up a Chiefs fan. Let, yeah, let, let's let's discuss it, and then we'll, we'll yeah. offer our final answer. His father grew up a Chiefs fan, but I don't know if Burrow's... And you, uh, you've seen the picture of Joe Burrow in a Chiefs helmet when he was a yes. child. Hmm. Correct. Okay, I don't really know... I don't really have any clues or insights. He also was a big Saints slash Drew Brees fan. But I think that's more about respecting Drew Brees' game yeah. rather than his father's 
So why don't we just go with our educated guess and say Chiefs, maybe? I think that's all we can do, yeah. Let's all right, lock, lock it in. in. It is the Green Bay Packers. Ah, okay. He was then dropped one year later, and he became a CFL All-Star following his next few years. So his dad played in the CFL pretty much, but he did have he did get drafted like basically the last round. All right, so you're two for three, not bad. Like I said, here we go, here we go, here we go. So within, I'll say seven points, Joe Burrow's grandma was a baller in high school. What was her single game high score for a high school <laughs> basketball game? Dude, you know what's hilarious? I've, I've seen I've, this. I've read this article. Yeah, I remember. I, mean, <laughs> <laughs> I have to. I don't remember what the point total is. And this is just totally arbitrary, but it just feels right to me that it was it was pretty high. Like, it was it was it in high school, Ian? It was high school, yeah. So this is did her she, single she, scoring, not her whole team, just her scoring. Did Spears, she put, I did she put like fifty six. No, Spears, I vaguely remember it being Kobe Bryant adjacent. Like, I heard the number and I thought, wow, Kobe. So, like, we're talking like 81? I'm talking like 70. 72? Like, yeah. Why don't we just call it 69? No. no we get a seven points. We get seven points. <laughs> call it, let's honor the Mamba and call it, let's say he she matched him. 81. 81. Lock it in. Lock I think it, it in. Was, no, okay, lock it in. She was one better than Mamba. <laughs> not bad 82 points dude joe burrow's grandma was out there dropping dimes back Shit. in the day Gr- granny a bucket dude those are the, that's when they used to throw a ball in a physical bucket i, I bet dude <laughs> dude those jeans run strong i know so all right not bad three for four all right question would, would, cons- would we consider joe a thoroughbred <laughs> i mean at this point it's gotta be i mean his brother's are athletic too. I know they played for Nebraska, I believe. Um, all right. We're going to play a little game around Joe Burrow called Who Said That? The quote is, Not enough velocity, Joe. You're a Division three quarterback. You throw like a girl. Who said that? Said that to Joe Burrow? Correct. Like this is not like this is not like Fez drinking too many whiskeys in the group chat and talking. This is like an actual media yeah, person. Yeah, this is okay. a this is a like a person in the NFL verse. I don't know. Like who, Skip Bayless in the is NFL verse, I will say like it's a, a football a major major football person in both um, college and pro. Who's in media? College, college and, and pro. pro. So thinking, okay. I mean, I never said media. Okay, let's think. Let's think. And that's all I'll say. That's all I'll say. That's all I'll say. Pete, Pete Carroll coaching college and pro. Uh, um, I have no idea, dude. Yeah, can can you give us a, like a timeline in his life when this happened? Was this like high school recruiting? He said you'll be a Division three quarterback. Not yeah. enough velocity, Joe. You're a Division three quarterback. You throw okay, so- like a girl. So this is before he went to college then. So we were thinking like a recruiter. Uh, I, I, I don't have the slightest idea. We could guess like a Ohio media guy. Then. Okay, well, he was only offered scholarships at Ohio State, and he tried to go to Nebraska, but they didn't want him. All right, um, call it Jim. let's call it Jim Trestle. I mean, who knows? 
I don't know. I'll let you guess if you have something, Spears. I don't really have a name. No name really comes to mind. I don't know. Ian, why don't you enlighten us? So this who said that, um, the answer, Urban Meyer. Oh. So apparently Urban was really hard on Joe, and now it makes sense hearing about all the crazy shit he said to the Jaguars players. Um, apparently he was extremely hard on him, and he, Joe said that Urban called him a Division three quarterback while he was playing at Ohio State. So, figured I'd throw that one in. Another chip on his shoulder, I'm sure. That's, that's, a, that's a freaking cool take. Dude, he can't be too fond of, uh, of Urban, I think, but... Uh, but yeah, I was actually pretty surprised when I when I read that today, doing a little bit of digging. So, all right, we are three out of five. Can, can we see the car facts on that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was in two different articles I read. So it's, I mean, like I said, I think it's like paraphrasing. Like they don't have them on tape, but it's like Joe mentioned that he said this to him. Okay. Um, all right, Burrow is no stranger to big games. In 2020, he played a national championship game against Clemson. How many touchdowns did he throw? Six. 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 I think it's three. Three through six. Six. Final answer. Yep. Final answer. That's that's a quick one. That's just quick. Off the tongue. Question number seven. Bengals are on an unreal betting spree. How many games in a row have they covered the spread? Six, six, or seven. No, no. Oh, no, no, no. I don't think they covered. I don't think they covered week 18 against Cleveland. We rested everyone, didn't we? I don't think we covered that game. So that would be we covered we covered Oakland. Are you sure we didn't? I think that line was three and a half to four and a half. And didn't we lose didn't we lose by a touchdown? Maybe you're right. Do you remember what the final score was of that game? Because I, I, I think the line. So um, we covered the Chiefs, the Broncos, and we were not covered against the Chargers. So if it's Chiefs, Broncos, Browns, it's three, and we've won. So it'd be six if they covered against the Browns, six or, three. or it'd be three if we talk about the last three playoff games. If I'll you think lead this one, so if you think we covered against the Browns, I that's a coin flip for me. I'm not sure. Um, let's just say I know for sure we covered the last three. Obviously. Um, let's not sound yeah. short. Let's just say six. Let's say six. Yeah, I was I was just about to say let's do six again. Yahoo Sports said seven. Oh, I knew oh. it was six or seven. Damn, what was the seven? Can you read the uh, seven? Uh, I my computer doesn't have a uh, Wi-Fi on right now. I can that's look okay. up. Okay, I know. That's okay. Um. Yeah. All right, well, I'll look that up because I'm actually curious, um, but I've got the schedule well up right now. Um, well done, Spears. Let's see. One, two, three. So it's it's Bengals. So Chiefs, Titans, Raiders, Browns lost by five, but I'm guessing they knew that they were just benching everyone and the spread was was fat. Right. Um, beat, the, beat the Chiefs by three, then the Ravens 41-21, and then uh, beat the Broncos by ten or by five. That's the game I was missing. Ravens. I'm just. I and they, think they of the Ravens by five. So that was the seventh. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So okay. that's a pretty unreal spree, honestly, especially against the spread when Vegas is trying to get you right on. So yeah, Joe just, Burrow got the 
Joe Burrow got the Ravens defensive coordinator fired this offseason. Just remember that, people. <laughs> and honestly, I think that stat alone is a true testament on just like what the be- like how crazy this like, Bengals run is. It hasn't just been like, oh, like what a magical three games. Like they've been on like they've they've been playing really good football now for two and a half months. Yeah. Um. All right. Two more questions to go. There was apparently, I couldn't verify this, but there was an article out there, and there was two, and one was on ESPN, so I, I think it's true. There's apparently a famous phone call between the GM of the Bengals and this team when during the 2020 NFL draft, they tried offering three first-round picks to take Burrow at number one. Wow. I've never heard of this. <sighs> Who's... You need a, who's always doing crazy shit in the draft? <laughs> you know, like the Rams are always doing crazy stuff. Um, the Niners just traded a, a bunch of people for Trey Lance. Uh, da, 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 da. You can't tell us how many spots they're trying to move. Dolphins. Uh, who had capital Spears? The Dolphins. The Texans have a lot of draft capital. Do we want to say the Dolphins, Spears? Did they take two of yeah. that year? Tua over Herbert, yeah. And they took Tua and Waddle that year. Yeah. I think, right? All right. I'm fine with that, yes. No, not Waddle. It wouldn't have been Waddle. Um, okay, Ian, let's go Dolphins. That's a great fucking guess. I'll tell you what. It's the Dolphins. Wow. So apparently the Dolphins just thought Burrow was also the guy and they wanted to put it all on the line for him, which is actually like, I'm guessing they didn't want that to get out when they were drafting Tua, because then it's like, well, hey, Tua, come on over. Like, we clearly don't like you as much as Burrow kind of thing. I think I vaguely remember that conversation cause with my brothers, because Michael, Michael was always a big proponent of, like, get capital back. Yeah. You know, like, like, like trade back five spots and get three first-round picks. And I said, Burrow will literally save us. So, interesting. And before I get to the last question, it was too easy, but... I did not realize that Burrow was the most sacked quarterback in the NFL this year. Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. 71 sacks on the year. Insane. But to pair That's... this stat is crazy. He also has the highest completion percentage in the NFL in the regular wow. season. Like, I don't know how you can have both of those at the same time. It just doesn't, like, register in my brain. I'll even when you're getting add... sacked, you don't, you don't attempt to pass it. I know, but it, it's, it's, it's a directional stat that says you're under a lot of pressure all the time i'll even add another layer is he was second in yards per attempt meaning he's not checked down charlie he is chucking the ball deep um i was even more i would gander to guess that jamar chase probably has the highest yards per attempt in the nfl he he pretty nice jamar pretty nice all right last question last question what did joe burrow say in his post-game interview after being asked if his diamonds are real I make way too much money for this to not be real. <laughs> oh, that was such a sick answer. Yeah, that's right on the money. You got it. You got it. So, yeah, hey, I that's actually pretty impressive. After too. So what was our total? Yeah. Uh, let's see. One, two. You missed the betting thing. One, two, three. And you missed Urban Meyer. Four. The Packers. Six, six, you missed five, six. Six out of nine. There you go. 69. There's your 69 number, Spears. Nice. So it was pretty cool reading about him today, but uh, some of this shit is just too funny. I can't believe Urban was such a dick. I, like, I, I just, where was this narrative? It feels like we just learned this this year. It's like the public. 
did everybody know behind the scenes that Urban has just always been an asshole? Like, what what's going on? No, I mean, but when you win a championship, that helps. That helps appease the people. Look, Spears is like, I still love Urban. I go down with the guy. They'll sell their soul for freaking championships, Ur- man. They Ur- don't care. Urban's still my natty daddy. <laughs> so what are we th- what are we thinking? Moving forward, I think the game was crazy. I mean, it was like a solid 40 minutes where I felt like I could barely breathe. Like, I, I, like because I knew how nervous everyone else was. Like, I, I'm a, like, I'll cheer on the Bengals. I don't care about anyone else who's left. But, like, even I was nervous. I cannot imagine just every Bengals fan out there who, for, like, a solid 35 minutes, could barely breathe. Yeah. yeah. I Can I say something? Sorry, Spears. To, I want to talk to Andrew Bennett directly. Uh, turn the camera on here. Andrew Bennett has been an amazing ally to the Bengals, begrudging ally, but an ally nonetheless, with really wonderful posts saying, hey, I'm really happy for you guys. Kind of frustrating to see them be such a good team. That's been really nice. It's been nice. It's just made me feel warm. And then I also wanted to say I talked to the entire city of Cincinnati, and they don't want Bill in Cincinnati for the Super Bowl week or weekend. So I echo these sentiments. Yes. Wait, yeah, now that I think about that, that's a little interesting. Bill has the audacity to think he can go to Cincinnati for the Super Bowl weekend. Outrageous. So... Funny enough, um, oh man, can I get it? I asked for a few sound clips. I can't get it. Oh no. Um, I have a sound clip from Bill. He wanted to ask you a few questions. Oh, that's fun. That is fun. But I, because now I'm doing this on my iPad, I can't forward the sound clip. And it didn't come through on my phone. So basically the gist of it was because unfortunately I'm not, it was a really good sound clip. Fuck. I don't think, let me try one thing. We, we can have the intern edit it back in. Let me see. Here. Can we get, can we get product support on this? please? Let me see real quick. I'm, I'm I'd pressing, like to open up a ticket. I'm pressing play on my iPad right now. I just don't think it'll play. Yeah, it's not. It's all right. So basically the gist of it for, for for you guys was that he said congrats in a backhanded compliment kind of way. Uh, and then he wanted to ask two questions. I forget the first one, but the second one was Gertz. Uh, <laughs> see, pretty great. Pretty great. Content. Yeah. So the second one, I just kind of got a nice laugh. He's, he asked, um, for Alex Gertz, are you nervous? Because this could be a really hard year for you finishing second place in the league, losing a title, and also watching the Bengals lose in the Super Bowl. Are you nervous <laughs> for this upcoming game for those reasons? It's <laughs> out of line. <laughs> That's fair. That's all right. No, because the Bengals, even winning one playoff game, was all I could ever hope for. Fancy and we were there for side. it. And we were yeah. there for it. I'm not nervous for this game. We just went to Arrowhead and beat Mahomes, man. I'm not scared of. I'm not scared of. LA or the their home field advantage or anything. I mean, it just their D line is nice, but that's the only thing that gives me pause. Outside of that, I think our I think our offense can hang with anyone right now. But Bill, that's good. That's good fun. That's good. I really wish I could because with Bill's voice and the way he says it, 
It was too fun. I'll send it to you guys after after we hang out. Yeah, that'd be fun to just listen to. It's all good fun. I mean, Bill, go to Cincy, enjoy it. Just be careful. You know, don't get, don't be running your mouth down there. Let the people have their fun. Is what I'll say. Man, what a time to be alive. So Spears, are we running it back in Chicago? Then is that a no brainer? I mean, I think I think wherever Gertz is at, I got to be there. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I need someone to hold on to me. I yeah. I, I need the moral support. Yeah, we're working on here in Chicago. We're working on some sort of like you can rent a room in, in these buildings, like Dan's building. You can rent a room, that kind of stuff. Oh, where, you're gonna try to have a party party? Yeah, like not like a, rent out a bar where you have to hit a minimum or anything, but like rent out a room, bring your own food and, and beer, and really hang out. So, um, you know, that that's gonna be the plan. But of course, Spears, you will be in the loop, and we'll keep you updated. Yeah, let's keep this magical run going. Yeah, it was good seeing you guys in Chicago this weekend. I was back in town for a little bit. I had to dip, but it was fun beforehand. Uh, Chicago's a good place. So for people who don't know, I'm moving to Chicago um, in May. So I'll be around more often too. But, uh, you know, Gertz, I just felt like something magical was happening when we were sitting outside that grocery store. You were on the phone, and there was a Bengals interaction right in front of Alex Gertz. But he was on the phone, so he couldn't do anything about it. And I've never seen someone's eyes light up so magically. <laughs> this guy was wearing a Burrow jersey, and a guy just said, "Who day? We're gonna win today." And the guy in the Burrow jersey said, "Damn right!" And it took everything in Gertz's power to not jump in on this conversation. It happened right in front of his face. So right then and there, I kind of knew something was gonna happen. Oh, something in the water, baby. <laughs> I got a fever, and it can only be cured by more cowbell. No, it's I'm so excited. All right, boys. Bangles, and angry. <laughs> Spears, uh, let's turn off the brain for the night. Get some good night's sleep. You've been just, <laughs> your brain is still just spewing <laughs> bangles, and I feel like it's just on autopilot, and your brain doesn't know what to do. I'm going to consume more bangles content before I get Nice, there. me too. I'm going to go listen to a podcast and take the dog on a walk. Ooh, hey, it sounds great. Hey, it was good catching up with you guys. Uh, I'm sure we'll all yeah, be thanks texting. thanks for letting us come on and do this. Yeah, thanks, Ian. You're the man. Yeah, this dude. Hey, it was a blast, and uh, we'll all be rooting for the Bengals, I'm sure. Except for maybe... Bill. All right, buddy. Later. See you guys. Peace.